someone's cursing my lord late night lunch someone's puffling my lord late night lunch someone's growing my lord late night lunch oh lord late night lunch this is a post watershed production good evening don't be alarmed at the klaxon and flashing red alert hazard lights please vacate the building in an orderly manner and assume the position this is Late Night Large, asking you to put your head between your legs and reflect on your rapidly ending life. I am the double set of headlights blinding you seconds before impact, Aaron Bliss. And cutting the blue wire when he should have cut red is Mike Large. I always cut the bloody blue one. <laughs> Tonight's Late Night Large topic will be emergencies. So, without further panic, let the excrement strike the spinning blades. Oh, there'll be plenty of excrement, don't worry about that. <laughs> of the uh, of the ball kind, yes. There will indeed. Mike, we're going to get straight into this. Have you ever been in the midst of an emergency, would you say? Never. Got any uh, uh, examples to give us? Mike Lyles doesn't have emergencies. Only you, you just a, only a sequence of planned events. <laughs> sequence of planned events. Yes, there's no, there's nothing that takes me by surprise. No emergencies. Makes you sound like a Freemason, there, Mike. Or remember the Illuminati. So, no, seriously, have you ever been in an emergency situation? What, what someone might describe as one. No, because they're they're quite interesting things. No emergencies they? ever. Like I said, nothing I can't handle anyway. Oh, you're a douche. So. Where have you? When we, I guess so. When we, when, we, when we say we're talking about emergencies, the reason I find them quite fascinating is because obviously we're we're all individual human beings, and as they say, a person is smart, people are stupid, and never more so demonstrably than in an emergency situation. <laughs> Mike, would how would you describe if someone if someone said to you, uh, what exactly does emergency mean? How do you reckon you do encapsulate it in a sentence? An emergency. Okay. An accident or some shit has gone down. Something's happened where you panic. <laughs> I don't really know. Do you want to be any vaguer, Mike? Okay, well, first, really. of, first of all, it doesn't have to be accidental, does it? For instance, could be, for instance, a bank hold-up. A lot of people would describe that as an emergency or a bomb threat. Yeah, do you get me? Yes, I know what an emergency is, Aaron. Well, <laughs> you didn't describe it very well. well. You're just trying to sound like a puffin, were you, for entertainment? <laughs> Piss off. <laughs> okay, so an emergency clearly is... Okay, a situation where it might induce panic in large collectives of people. I'd say an emergency is probably a situation where one or more lives could be directly at risk. Of a group of people, unnecessarily. Go on, give me an emergency that doesn't isn't described by that. Okay, the shops run out of bags. <laughs> that shops run out of till roll. That's not an emergency. That's an Mike. emergency. Tops, shops run out of till roll. That's a great example of someone emergency. making something an emergency. That's called uh, making a drama out of a crisis, Mike. No, an emergency. It could be, for instance, something that is accompanied. 
by, as we said, a klaxon, a red alert light, some kind of alarm. Yeah, would you would you go with that? I mean, let's face it, that's what alarms were meant for. Yeah, I'll grow with that. <laughs> grow with that. So okay. Those kind of things signify emergencies. Let's have let's think of an obvious example. Blue flashing lights behind you. The ambulance trying to get through, clearly that's an emergency, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Same with the police. Flashing lights behind you. They're most likely tailing someone if they're going very fast. Or tailing you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd hope that they'd slow down a little bit if they were tailing you, but... Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's the kind of thing we're thinking of. They're just trying to ram you off the road. What? They, they wouldn't slow down if they were trying to ram you off the road, would they? <laughs> are they drunk now, are they? <laughs> no, they might just... <laughs> they might just decide they don't want to arrest you. All right, they've been watching too much police camera action. Yeah. Like, I'll have a bit of this. Yeah. Watch me spin this joke <laughs> off the road. Watch me turn him over. Yeah, 50 yeah. bonus points if the gas tank explodes. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay, okay. 50 quid says I can have that car on its roof inside a minute. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, Mike, let's come up with... Why don't we come up with some examples of emergencies that you can think of? Just quickly off the top of your head. You're out in the middle of somewhere you don't know and you're alone with your friend and they're pregnant and they go to labour. Oh, okay, that's a good example. Emergency. Ah, shit. Yeah, okay, no, you know what? You've actually come up with a good one that that doesn't involve life being at risk. Not necessarily. Although, obviously, they do need treatment, yeah. And, yeah, that's another example, because I was thinking of emergency in terms of, obviously, a group of people trying to protect their interests, but then you've got the individual emergency, like you say. Someone has a stroke, someone's pregnant, and you're having a camping trip or something somebody uh, falls in the river and can't swim yeah those kind of emergencies so or someone's pushed in the river and can't swim <laughs> I think that's probably more likely when they're with you is it Mike okay so that's a good example I'm going to I'm going to throw one back at you and then we'll, we'll see how long we can keep going for okay throw something at you. gas leak feces huh shut up gas leak gas leak yeah go on give, give me one what an emergency yes Flood. Flood, okay. Fire? Hurricane. Mm, yes, I guess, you. but you, you you can't just name natural disasters, though. We're trying to like mix but up I the situation. <sighs> We're just getting them all out of the way under one umbrella. Natural disasters, that covers volcano eruption, earthquake, right. heavy oh, rain. <laughs> uh, let me think. Uh, hostage taking. Car crash. Zombie apocalypse. Zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. I don't have any food. Brilliant, Mike. Just, just try to downgrade it. Just as I was about to be really serious and say a missing child, but you know, <laughs> you take it, you take it back to something ridiculous. Always. Okay. Okay. If we want to, if we want to go down that route, would you describe an emergency as being desperate? for a piss in a place that you've never been to before and there's no public toilets. Yeah, that's a bloody emergency. That's an emergency. Yeah? Yeah. Don't piss yourself, do you? Yeah, some people would say it's an emergency. That's an emergency. It's an emergency, I need a piss. Like, you know, knock on someone's door, you don't know them. Oh, God. Knock on the door. You have to let me in. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, you came up with a good one, car crash. I'll go with that as well. That's an emergency I've actually been in... Three times, I think. That's that's one of the scarier emergencies. 
and I'm pretty certain that statistically that's the most likely way most likely non-natural way that people lose their lives in Britain where'd you find that? Uh, sure I read it on the internet sometime somewhere amidst amidst or it might have been a book actually yeah (laughs) in between the kiddie poem but it's I mean it makes sense doesn't it that for all of those (laughs) can't believe you said that too far is never too far never catch me saying anything like that no sure I wouldn't definitely not well maybe you're the person who gave me the link so I created the bloody sites (laughs) oh god I do feel the need to (laughs) that's not the case let's let's stop digging because there's already a deep enough hole to put them in oh I'll dig something (laughs) I'll dig your hole in a minute now you've just created another emergency there what paedophile ring Oh. To be honest, that's not what you describe as an emergency. That's just a horrible thing. An emergency is something that requires on-the-spot action, really, isn't it? Yes. Would you say? So that's what makes an emergency different from just a bad situation. Like, for instance, you're being threatened by loan sharks. That's a very bad situation. An emergency but it's not an emergency. a reaction. Yeah, a pretty immediate reaction. Uh, to prevent it from getting a lot worse or ending someone's life or putting them in dire need of medical attention, that kind of thing. If there was an emergency on planet Earth, Mike... Yep. As JK once said, would you jump in, plumb deep, save the day? Or, do I have <laughs> another option? Do you have another option? The other option is, like you say, to, to, to play it safe, walk away as if you haven't seen anything, go home, play with yourself. I don't know. I'd like to think I'd do a combination of both. <laughs> I'd jump the, in. The latter is a reward. I'd, I'd be a hero. Save the day, plumb deep, all the way to the root. You know how it is. <laughs> the root. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then go <laughs> and play with myself. Brilliant. Yeah. So, there you go. You're quite a man, Mike. It's been said, yeah. Yeah. Although a lot of people would argue you create more emergencies than you actually uh, assist in. Well, like I said, it's never an emergency. It's always planned. It may look to <laughs> the uninformed, the untrained eye, like but the, the kind of no, omniscient being that you are, omnipotent yeah. being. I'm, I'm the all-knowing. I know, I know what's going on. Everything, everything I make happen around me is all life experiences for you lesser beings. <laughs> I'm glad we could get that straight, Mike. That's so what she said, <laughs> when you do receive that bombshell. Sometimes it's hard to know how to react. Sometimes instinct might take over. You might feel your heart flutter in your chest. You might even have a panic attack. But you might get a rage in Ardon. Y- you might be aroused. I, I don't know. It depends uh, if any of you seen Crash. That that might be an example of when you might get aroused by those kind of situations. Or Gash. Or the guy that used to uh, used to hang around the railway stations looking for corpses on the track and beat after them. Oh, and that was you. <laughs> anyway, like we just said, there's many different emergencies. Do you think there's a way of ranking them? Can we figure out a way of ranking how serious an emergency is? And I realise endeavour to do so. I realise we might have made a bit of a guffin of ourselves by uh, by saying ranking, because obviously the word emergency tends to mean crisis, as in immediate action required. So of course all of them are urgent to an extent. But is there yeah, a way? How urgent? Of differentiating. Mm, what? Yeah, of course there is. Like, uh, uh, 
scale on a scale of like importance. Yeah, for instance, I'd say there's there's probably uh, you know there's 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 a big difference between uh, an old lady trapped in a burning flat and uh, a young mother whose child's just shot themselves in public. They're both emergencies. (laughs) (laughs) So, or a fully grown man who's just shot himself in public, Aaron. Mike, stop uh, Stop it with the vicarious anecdotes. Well, stop we shitting yourself we, in public we, we know that that was applied to you. But, okay, Mike, we're going to go for scales of emergency then. Just for the shits and giggles. So here we go. I only do it when I'm drunk. You do it sober. Shut up. <clears throat> so, sh- Mike, how are, we going to, how are we going to rank these, though? What, 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 what aspects could we use to determine which are most serious? What are we going to use? Should we say consequences? Potential consequences? Yeah. As in, the worst case scenario, if the emergency turns out to wreak its havoc. If, if there's no reaction. Or a poor reaction. No or poor reaction. What the consequences would be. Okay. Yeah, how, yeah so how bad the consequences would be. And then I guess you you rate it on a scale, maybe, of okay. 1 to 10. Okay, give me an example then. Come on, come up with an emergency. Okay, out shopping with a small child and it needs a wee but there's no toilets <laughs> emergency ah oh, my child needs a wee uh, on a scale of 1 to 10 I mean that's 1 to 10 10, ten being yeah. what 10 ten being ten disastrous 10 being fucking apocalyptic okay and 1 being 1 being well, piss you off that's mildly yeah that's pretty fucking annoying mildly pissed you off okay uh, so well, that's going to be <laughs> right at the bottom end, isn't it? First of all, because the reaction needed isn't really that difficult. I mean, for instance, Mike, if we if we what's ma- the consequences? Child pisses itself. The worst consequences is the child wets themselves. Okay, that might be followed by a lot of crying, which obviously would drive you insane. And, and you you've got a new emergency. Like- yeah. <laughs> It does create a new emergency that's probably slightly more irritating than the first. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, that in turn creates a new emergency because you end up kicking the shit out hang of on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We thought of another one, though. We've got There's another aspect to, de- to help determine. We can't just judge on consequences, potential consequences. We have to, we have to put another determining factor in, Mike. And that oh. is, how complex is the reaction needed, required, required reaction? Is there a, a simple fix, or or is it? Does it require someone with a bit of ability and talent to be able to, and most of all, with a cool head to be able to pull it through? I'm so, for instance, <laughs> for instance, the young mother with a child. I would say that this requires a modicum of ability, but very little, to be honest. I'm speaking from experience of seeing mothers with young children. You basically need to be either very pushy or very attractive as a young mother to be able to get your kid to be able to use a toilet anywhere. Any business, pretty much, will allow... Especially a young mother, because young, young mothers aren't threatening, really, are they? I mean, if a big hulking guy came in with his kid, you might be a bit suspicious, but... If a young mother comes in and says, uh, I'm really sorry, but, you know, my little girl, she's really desperate for a wee, or my little, my little lad, he's, uh, he really needs the toilet. Seriously, I mean... Either you're like an aggressive, obnoxious mother, and they'll just say yes to get rid of you, or you're, you know, quite pleasant or attractive, and they'll be like, "Oh, of course, come this way." 
So it doesn't really require a lot of ability, does it? No, navigation skills. Just find your way just to a somewhere. Just yeah, any where business there is. where there's likely to be a toilet. Yeah, find your way to somewhere, and then so some navigational skills and some yeah. negotiatory skills. <laughs> negotiatory, <laughs> brilliant. Word. Lovely. Uh, okay, so what we've decided is. Although it might lead to worse repercussions, i.e. the crying and... And then the child getting his head kicked in. Yeah. Uh, we, we're going to decide, Mike, that it, the two aspects, it needs a very very little in, the, in terms of uh, ability to pull through the scenario, but it, it may have mm, worse repercussions going on. It's a two. I'll go with that because I think it's a one for ability needed and maybe a three for potential consequences. So we'll go with a two then. Can we think of another one? Come on, come up with another one. Scenario. Emergency. Emergency scenario. Okay. Uh, Okay, all right. Go on. There's a bloody meteor hurtling towards the earth. I I like how you veered from one extreme to the other. You puffin. (sighs) Okay. Now... Let's be honest, Mike. Is there really a way to react to that? Yes. Go on. Apart from being Morgan Freeman. Come find me. And be like, look, shit's going down here. Can you help me out? And I'll be like, are you a young attractive? (laughs) No. And then I'll just fly you to safety on some other planet. Oh, God. You'd be like Homer when he was uh, playing Paul Bunyan. Was Was it Paul Bunyan? The American mythological guy with the with the ox. You'd be like him in The Simpsons when he plays Paul Bunyan and he bends over and gets up his ass crack. <laughs> that will be you when the comic comes. I'm always to bending over and getting up my ass crack. <laughs> when are you not really? Exactly. I put it away right now, Mike. You love it. So, Mike, I think that's pretty stupid, and that's obviously going to be a ten on both counts because unless we come up with a solution way ahead of that actually occurring then we're all fucked so that's that's the emergency so that's 10 obviously could be fire and missile at it break it up like like I said but that would have to be worked out way ahead of time you couldn't come up with something on the hoof like oh Christ there's a there's a meteor it's going to be here in two days that's going to need not a forward planning not well it's still an you say it's not an emergency no, I'm saying it's a ridiculous emergency because there's pretty much no way of reacting to it. It's got to be a ten. But it's an emergency. Yeah, I guess. That's the extreme, extreme end. Okay, let me give you a slightly in-between scenario. Uh, you you walk into musical instrument shop and uh, there's a couple of dodgy-looking guys checking out some of the guitars. You don't really pay them any, any mind. You're at the back of the shop uh, when all of a sudden you uh, you kind of something catches your eye and you look over and one of them is kind of showing a blade to the other. How do you deal with that emergency, Mike? Me personally, or I'd go over there and be like, "Look, son." Okay, not you personally. Right. Okay. Uh, How would the average person deal with it? Well, I guess obviously you can just cower away and pretend you didn't see anything, or you can confront them, or you can go and tell the shop. Person let's or assume okay. Police, let's assume or... that the shop assistant is quite close by, as in they're moving towards the shop assistant, which you know you'd, you'd imagine is why he kind of showed the blade. Ring the police, I guess. What from inside the shop? 
No. Would you, would you risk doing that? Leg it. What, run? Yeah. Okay. You think that's what you do? Run out into the street. Um, okay. What are going to do? Come Not out many into the street wielding a fucking little blade, are they? No. Oh, that wouldn't be my personal response, but... I think... You'd cower. I think... Shut up, you puffin. You would. You'd hide away in a corner. Personally, the, w- the way I deal with it, Mike, is I'd, I'd uh, like you say, act completely naturally, hence in anything, and edge very slowly to, towards the exit, kind of making a point of kind of looking and touching maybe some of the instruments on the way out. Second you get outside, obviously, you disappear from sight. And then ring the law, you know, law enforcement. Whereas I'd just go up and dump tackle them. Yeah, I, I <laughs> kick Zed in. Like, look, son, don't try that shit again. <laughs> so, I mean, you're out of order. Yeah? What yeah. if it was you? If it was me, what? If you were the one with the knife. <laughs> what would you want me to do? Nothing. Just just let you have out of Come and nosh me off while I'm doing my <laughs> work. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Yeah, I had a feeling you might come up with something like that. Okay, so I, I'd guess... I mean, the consequences could be horrible, couldn't they? They could be a bloodbath. Yeah. Worst case. Although saying that, there's there's little chance of a bloodbath considering if there were if there was you and at least the shop assistant, it's still two on two. It's not like a gang of them, and they don't have guns; they only have one knife. I'd say maybe it's a five. Five. Yeah, but hang on. And the other thing we're going on is is the reaction required. Uh, so the reaction required. Basically, the hardest part of the reaction is to make out that you haven't seen them. That would be the hardest part, wouldn't it? Being subtle, tactful by it. Because mm. as soon as they know, think, figure you've made them, they're going to try and keep you in there. Yeah. Okay. So I still say, uh, overall, consi- all things considered, five. Okay, we'll give it five. We'll be right back with more bullshit after. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. I said, hey. What's growing on? Mike, where were we? Uh, I believe we were growing. Uh, about. We were growing emergencies on our allotment. Emergencies, yeah. yeah. Okay. And just um, coming up with different ones and rating them on our emergency rating scale, which okay. we are yet to name. What should we? Uh, yeah. What? What should we name <sighs> our scale of emergency rating? Uh, what scale of emergency rating? Yeah. The largest scale? L- so, large and see. The scale. Oh, God. <laughs> On the enlargency scale. <laughs> what have we got now? Okay. Lava flowing into a shop. What kind of shop is it? Uh, it's selling volcano souvenirs. How many people in the shop? Just you. No person running the <laughs> shop? <laughs> okay. No, that was a stupid one. Okay, how about this? Radiation leak. Where? A nuclear power plant, obviously. Where? Uh, Springfield. <laughs> and there's... Uh, uh. Let's say there's... Uh, so there's 250 staff. And you're the one who's just noticed it. What do you do next? Go and wang the old alarm, don't you? And run like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> For God's sake. But... That also brings us on to another subject of emergencies, Mike. Equipment needed. Because obviously... Every emergency has its own equipment you need. Yeah, but what I mean... Not necessarily just equipment. I'm talking about 
this was what I eventually hope we got onto emergency planning alright because the thing we about we've done wrong yeah we, right? we know what we've done wrong we borrowed it and uh, emergency planning is what we were going to talk about now when you found your feet mm. the thing about emergencies is Mike much like death mankind is more than aware of emergency scenarios there practically hasn't been an emergency scenario that's ever taken place that mankind is not aware of or could not have foreseen yeah in other words we're practical i.e. pretty much other than the meteor situation mankind has devised ingenious ways to deal with these emergency situations which can make the difference between life and death or make the difference between a crisis and a drama growing and not growing yeah, a great example. Well, they've done that as well. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, ingenious. They've made a emergency situation of what? Where you know, not growing, and then they've devised a way. So yeah, there no, you go. Just no. So what I'm talking about, a great example, obviously, is simply fire exits, fire alarms, fire extinguishers. Fire extinguishers. You know, that deals with all aspects of the emergency because there's nothing more horrific to be caught in, obviously, than a fire. There is. <laughs> okay, like what? Two fires. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> what I'm saying is, pretty much everything you could want to deal with a fire has been provided. Obviously, when you see a fire... Has it? The first thing you want is an escape room. Fire exit. What well, if you don't have one? <sighs> what do you mean, don't have one? It's what if you, what if you, you have to legally have a fire room? Without a fire exit, you Mike is it's illegal for any business. I'm not. What, it's, why does it have to, to be at work? Why do you have to be at work when this happens, or in a shop? Okay. It could be anywhere. In a house, any a fire exit would be like a window. Uh, so, what if? Uh, shut up. Get out. <laughs> what if it's an underground house? So we have a means of you need, you need a means of escape. There or we go. Fire really exit high. or window. And fire escapes are on blocks of flats as well, Mike. So fire exit. The next thing you might want is a way of notifying other people who might be going into the building or on a different floor that there is a fire. Fire alarm. And the third thing, which you hopefully will not need to use, but you probably could if you cared about other people in the building, is a means of extinguishing the fire or at least beating it back. There you have there you have the chub and whatever else uh, <laughs> uh, uh, other uh, uh, other oh, fire extinguishing back with the chub fire extinguishing equipment is available but yeah the you get the old chub uh, oh. extinguishers do you remember when we played with them at work I do yeah didn't you spray one on uh, Peter oh they got sprayed everywhere <laughs> they're good fun uh, Peter sprayed one on me I highly recommend setting off fire extinguishers no I don't uh, but I highly recommend playing with them if you're allowed. <laughs> If you can get away with it. Yeah. Don't do it if you can't. Especially if you're drunk. So. Don't do it if you're drunk. Extinguishers, blankets, all kinds of other equipment for extinguishing or at least limiting the consequences of fire. As you know, the only, about the only thing I can think of that hasn't been provided in case of fire is uh, respiratory equipment. You know, like a simple yeah. just respirator or gas mask. I guess some places might have them. Yeah. Unlikely, but yeah. So, that's a great example of mankind seeing uh, a, d- a potential disaster and dealing with it from all aspects. Can I also just say, uh, if you have a chance to look this up on the internet, please do. 
in Bangladesh, there's a great example of where we would be without these health and safety guidelines. Uh, in Bangladesh, over a hundred people died in a fire in a factory after the uh, the exits were actually sealed and I think locked from the outside. Now, that, really that's tired. just that's just terrific. So, you know, that's where we could be. Fortunately, we're not. So that's a great example of how to deal with. I could probably think of a hundred people. I wouldn't mind being trapped oh, inside a burning building. Oh, come on, you wouldn't even wish that on your worst enemy being burnt alive, Mike. That's just too far. Mm. Okay, you might you might say, oh, I hope they hope they pop off from uh, smoke inhalation, maybe. But okay, that's one emergency. Uh, but Mike, would you argue that mankind oh, go mankind does does deal with emergencies fairly well? through his critical reasoning capacity. For instance, you know, one thing I was going to bring up was this village and other parishes and whatever have what's called an emergency plan, right? Which is what to do in cases of, say, extreme weather, when the power and or gas and or whatever might be cut off, or transport might be cut off, food might be cut off, these kinds of things. We'll discuss this a little bit more later. But the point I was going to make, Mike, is... Have you noticed, or do you agree, that the one type of emergency that mankind still can't cope with until it's already struck and the consequences are already felt, really, are natural disasters? No. Explain. There are there are measures like, like that you can put into place, like barriers, like around areas where the seas. Yeah, barriers work really well during the recent floods, didn't they? I noticed that a lot of people said, oh, thank a, God. There's still something put into place. But, yeah, but it's pretty futile. I'm saying that they still haven't figured out how to... I mean, that it's hardly even limited, the effect, really. It's, a, it's very, very minimal. So, my question repeated is, will mankind ever devise effective ways of neutering the effect of natural disasters? Yes, depending on what it is. Like, probably not earthquakes. Or tsunamis, or volcano eruptions, or hurricanes, or... No, they might. Hmm. <laughs> okay, it's probably because we've just had incompetent governments for so long, but we we still don't seem to be able to grapple with the simple scenarios of natural disasters. We know they're going to happen. We know we're going to be flooded once in a while. We're aware that it could snow potentially every year at a certain time. Is there is there any way that we can continue with minimal disruption? Have we have we run out of ideas? Are we even trying to come up with ideas for for getting around it? Well, for example, the snow. What more can you do? We have like salt like bins around and stuff. What more can you do? Well, for instance, we could put more public money into clearing. You know pretty much all but the least used roads. Yeah, but that's only a reaction to when it when it's happened. What about preventing it? You can't prevent it. Like Yeah, no, of course you can't prevent yeah, but you never prevent natural disasters. What I'm saying is you could prevent the worst effects of them. Okay. What's the worst thing about being snowed in? Obviously you can't get around. You can't go out to buy food in that. Obviously unless you have a four by four. So what you know? Why the hell aren't there contingency plans? For instance, I've seen these things for sale recently that you wrap around your tires because obviously in America they have chains on their tires when it snows, probably because they get more extreme weather in America. But the other thing is, they have very very hard wearing roads 
which chains don't necessarily do too much damage to. In this country, they're illegal because our roads wouldn't be able to cope with them. They'd ruin them. But I've seen these things for sale. They're, they're like they're added treads that you just wrap around your tires, and they give you grip even on in very icy conditions. Traction, that's a good idea. So you know why why aren't these being sold far more widespread? Because I assume they're legal. Otherwise, why would they be sold? Not all things that are sold are legal. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a black market. I'm talking about like pound stretcher. I saw these. Oh well, of course they're legal then. Why aren't they being sold more? I, I guess there's you know the government. People, I guess people don't want them. If there was demand. Th- this is the first year I've ever seen them sold. Well, if there was, a, if people wanted them, they'd ask for them, and they'd probably get them. If there was a bigger to like, me, demand, all I'm saying is, demand. to me, it's a no-brainer. People always complain. The first thing they complain about in the snow is, oh, I, j- I hate the fact I can't get out of my drive. You know, I can't get anywhere. I can't get to work. I can't get to the shops. The obvious thing, you know, you need something to help your tires grip in the conditions. I I would I thought that's to be honest face palm obvious to me, and surely the government should either be handing them out <laughs> or at least promoting them. Probably right. Yeah. Anyway. More music. Yeah. This is where the things get far too tenuous. It's not special. It's not a beautiful or unique radio show. It's the same trite, generic pap as everything else. I know this because Tyler knows this. We are the Fight Club generation, and this is our radio show, and you are our listeners. We moved on to emergency planning, okay? Because the thing I was trying to make, uh, the point I was trying to make, Mike, is we're talking about not personal emergencies, we're talking about community emergencies local emergencies, national emergencies. I've thought of another national emergency, actually, that we haven't really touched on. Disease outbreaks. Pandemics. Yeah. Yeah. How do we deal with them? For instance, I read something in the Express, which only ever carries anti-EU medical breakthroughs, weather, extreme weather reports, or disease outbreaks. And they were saying there's a vomiting bug going around, which I didn't like the sound of. But if even hospitals struggle to cope, can you hope to have an emergency plan in place to deal with something like that? Yeah. Go on. Go on. Shoot and burn everyone that's got it. Brilliant. I hereby put you in charge of emergency planning for the nation. Yes. But if we're talking about on a local scale, Mike, what do you... Okay, for instance, what kind of person do you need to be? Because we've already said that people are pretty dumb, especially in groups. They panic easily. Do you remember when we talked about we talked about the crushes in theatres and what have you? Why yeah. why is that? It's because people, you know, they act like cattle. Some silly people start panicking. They uh, they lose their heads. They they stop thinking logically and they just race with their head down towards the first thing they see and More panic. and you know yeah it's a it's a domino effect. Somebody falls over. They're being crushed. People behind are like, ah, oh, I don't want that to be me. I need to get out quickly ironically making it worse so at times it is a bit of a powder keg big group of people all it takes to set them off you know you tell one of them that there's somebody's got a bomb you could potentially set off a, a pretty bad chain reaction so what kind of person do you have to be to, to instigate emergency planning cool calm collective 
ability to think straight even in times of crisis under pressure under pressure (laughs) would you say that these people also need to be able to communicate effectively like break things down into very understandable but friendly terminology Mm -hmm. okay hang on we're we're mixing it up because I'm talking about you need contingency planners i.e. people who so those people will be I don't know the the people who can see the bigger picture don't they so they can imagine a scenario they can point to all the things that they expect to happen then they can point to all the things that they think might happen in the worst case scenario and And build contingencies for all of those yeah so they would be they would be for instance vastly different qualities for the people needed to lead people in a crisis for instance let's say the zombie apocalypse happens and we all pray it does you're going to need some pretty badass characters but they have to still be pretty friendly and kind of inspirational really don't they say they're so me trying basically to lead... well I was wondering if you were going to come up with that but the number one quality they have to have is they have to they have to own a, a foghorn or a loud hater of some kind basically or loud or broadcast on uh, online radio maybe so what you're trying to say is I am actually the man to go to in a zom- case of a zombie apocalypse I'm saying that I possess all the skills I'm saying that you're definitely the man to go to if you're a zombie who needs fresh meat no because I'll smash them <laughs> what will you do kill them all over again yeah I'll re-kill them okay right yeah okay Anyway, they. Uh, I heard they like. Uh, I heard they like big brains, Mike. So, ne- never mind. You're, you're not in danger. I've got a big brain. Right on the end of my big dick. <laughs> just, just get out. Just, just get out to the emergency. Till this all blows over, Mike. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we come to the conclusion. You need a character who's cool and can see the bigger picture and can outline strategies and scenarios and assign tasks, you know, who can lead people and say and see what people are good at to assign them different tasks for dealing with different situations. So you do need me. So, no, this would be this would be a diplomat. This would be someone, I don't know, like a Martin Luther King character, like maybe. Or, uh, you I know, a, a, the, a Gandhi-style character. I possess all of the qualities. Now, the leader, when the crisis is already hit, yeah, has to be, say, a Snake Plissken style character <laughs> from Escape from LA, which <laughs> you know, Kurt Russell is finest. You need to have someone like that who steps up in leather trousers, unshaven with an eye patch, looks like a complete badass, talks in a gravelly tone and doesn't take any shit from anyone, and just says basically, can basically convince you, can hand you a grenade, pull the pin out, and convince you to swallow it. That kind of character. Yeah? You, yeah. See, you see where I'm going with this? Yeah? You see, what you, see what I see where you're growing. <laughs> so, those are the kind of people we need in this situation. The question is, which one of you largelets is up for the task? Because uh, there might be a few emergencies brewing, some on the way. I've seen the signs. So, these people, you, you need to report to um, Late Night Large Headquarters at... When's the end of the world, Mike? 21st of December, is it? Some shit like that, yeah. Yeah. 21st of December, you need to report pretty damn quick, PDQ. You need to bring a harem with you, so at least three women each. 
at least. Of, we're talking fine honeys. Yeah, of breeding age. And I'll occupy them, and you lot can do what the fuck you like. <laughs> I was wondering when that was coming. That's we, what she said. We'll provide arms. Not not firearms, just our own arms. arms yeah, Desmond <laughs> Troy. Um, Don't need any more than mine. We we might we might have some pe- uh, peanut M and M's maybe. Uh, Again, there for me. Honey roasted peanuts. Definitely for me. Maybe some jelly snakes. You think? Also for me. <laughs> All these things, and you know what? We'll just we'll sit down. We'll watch some disaster movies. Get some ideas. Then we might watch some porn. Then we might hell of a lot of porn. And then we might. And then with these honeys, I'll reenact some. We porn. might. We might indulge in the in the harem. I will. Matt Ma- Gibb will provide uh, our our uh, leisure substances. And by the end of the evening, the world will probably be fighting with each other. Armageddon will have come. These girls will be fighting each other over but me. We won't. We won't give a damn because we'll have had such a good night that, quite frankly, the rest of the world can go hang. And that's us. What that, a lovely sentiment. And that's late night large. Contingency plan for dealing with emergency one hundred and one, i.e., the end of the world. I hope you agree. Yeah. And if you do, I want you to uh, invite at least ten people each, preferably young women, to like the late night large page, please, because we only rely on you. You are our acolytes. If they're hot, you give them my number as well. Spread the word, please. Spread the seed. Oh, I'll spread something. <laughs> spread you like uh, peanut butter on a hot day. <laughs> I don't know where that was going. Spread you like syphilis. I spread you like the thighs of death. And please, please, people, if there is an emergency, be the cool heads. Be the be the composure. And if you can't, just ring me. I'll sort you out. And if if someone starts getting out of line, someone starts getting in your grill, making everyone panic, don't be afraid to lay off the smack of down on their candy asses. Dismember them in front of their families and defenestrate the rest. Indeed. But yeah, that's the end of our emergency show. Mike, have you got anything anything to add? Anything pertinent? Anything remotely amusing? Never. Or God forbid, intelligent. Ha. <laughs> No, no, not really. I think we. Do you think we're going to see more emergencies? Yeah, in the future. Hope so. Hope so. Well, you know, without emergencies, we wouldn't have any heroes. Emergencies make heroes. Where would I be without an emergency to be a hero for? (laughs) And there's nothing like a situation of crisis to provoke impulse sex, which is bloody brilliant as well. (laughs) We'll see you next week.